Hey, it's Candy. Did you know that I have a quiz to help coaches choose their niche? Yeah, I do. It's super popular and it has been taken more than 20,000 times. This is a fun quiz that takes you about two minutes to do and it will probably give you way more clarity on choosing your best coaching niche. So now whether you say niche or niche, it's going to work for you. And if you're a coach and you have been stuck in niche indecision, wondering what to do, then you should take my quiz and find out what you learn. You can take the quiz today at coachnichequiz.com. That's coachnichequiz.com. Okay, let's dive into this week's episode. Welcome to She Coaches Coaches. I'm your host, Candy Motzek, and I'm going to help you find the clarity, confidence, and courage to become the coach that you are meant to be. If you're a new coach, or if you've always wanted to be a life coach, then this is the place for you. We're going to talk all about mindset and strategies and how to, because step-by-step only works when you have the clarity, courage, and confidence to take action. Let's get started. Hey, everyone. How are you guys today? I'm so pleased to talk to you. It's a beautiful fall day here. Now, I know some of you guys say autumn, but for me, it's fall. And the reason that I think it's beautiful is that the rain has stopped and the skies have cleared and there are snow geese sitting in the fields outside my office getting ready to migrate south. I love doing these episodes because I feel like I'm really talking to each of you individually, and then I can just talk. It's not about being perfect. It's about having a conversation, right? You know, you know that we spend so much time trying to be exactly polished, exactly the way everybody else thinks we should be. So that's one of the reasons I like to have just a casual conversation here, you and I. You know, lots of times when we're thinking we need to fit in, we don't want to ruffle too many feathers. But you know, none of us are actually meant to fit in because we forget how amazingly unique we are. The side of this that I want to talk with you about today is this thought, fake it till you make it. And it's something that when I say the words fake it, I know it's like a knee-jerk reaction. You're just going to say, till you make it. Just is so common for us to think that. I looked it up and the Google says that when you say that, fake it till you make it, here's what it means. It suggests by imitating confidence and an optimistic mindset that a person can realize those qualities in their real life and achieve the results that they see. So I was thinking about this a couple of days ago, because, well, it's a question that was posed to me a few years ago when I was interviewed on another podcast. And I was surprised about how opinionated I am about it. Now, for those of you who know me, you guys know I'm pretty opinionated. And I love to hear your thoughts too. This podcast is a space where I want to hear from you. So tell me what you think by DMing me on Instagram at Candy Motsek. 
I do my best to give you support and encouragement and to help you find your way to feeling empowered and strong so that you can create the life that you want, so that you can become the coach that you want, so you can grow the business that you want. So I was asked this question. Uh, Candy, what do you think? What do you think about this faking it till you make it? And it was weird because I didn't even have a chance to really think about it. And I just blurted out. I think it's crap. I think it's terrible. Now, I hadn't really thought about it much at that time. So I was surprised that I felt so strongly. And I've been thinking about this and turning it over in my mind for a while. Like, why do I feel so strongly about that? And really, I think it's because we have spent so much time trying to be more than we are right now, trying to fit in, trying to put on that proper social persona that will be accepted by everybody. And we're so scared of showing our real selves and our real faces. And I think somehow, nah, I think that this really makes us unhappy because we know that we're not showing up as us. Somehow we think there is something wrong with owning that weird, quirky little self that we are. So when we do this, fake it till we make it, I think what happens is that we draw a line. It's kind of like a little fence between us and the people that we would love to get to know, to get closer to, the people that we want to connect with. I believe that we crave connection. And what I mean by this is our real self craves real, true, authentic connection with others. So when we're faking it, we know it. And then we can't quite connect and it feels off. So, and that all seems very strange. Such a big opinion about such a common little phrase. But words have power. And when we speak or think from habit, sometimes we don't even know where we're out of alignment until we intentionally look at our thoughts. I think it's pretty common, this thought, oh, I'll fake it till I make it. And that's how I'm going to get ahead or that's how I'm going to feel confident. But for me, instead of saying fake it till you make it, I trust that most of us have a pretty good built-in BS detector. And when somebody else isn't being quite true to themselves or they're pretending, not for a terrible reason, but pretending to be something that they're not yet, it makes them separate from us. Most of the time they're doing it because they're a little bit nervous, a little bit on edge, a little bit scared, but we still have this feeling that it's just not quite right. So if you could see me right now, you'd see that I was closing my eyes and kind of thinking about it and thinking about, I find it so sad, so sad that we often think we're not quite enough. And that's for me. I want to tell you, I want you to know that that is just so not true about you. And so much a part of my message to you is that you are enough, just as you are right now. It doesn't mean that there's going to come times when you're going to be doing something that's different, that's a stretch, that's uncomfortable, and maybe you won't do very well at it. Maybe you'll even mess up, but that's nothing to do with you and who you are. 
Maybe you might attend a networking event or a training or something, and you're just kind of not quite there yet. Maybe you don't quite fit in. And you assume that everyone else feels confident and you're the only one who does it. You know, from my experience, I was so used to being the only, and that the only is in quotation marks for me. It was super common. I've worked for years in a male-dominated field. And most of the people that I worked with were great. I had great relationships with people. We had lots of fun. We really worked well together. And at the same time, I was used to being the only, the only woman at the table, the only woman in that meeting, the only woman in the room. And to boot, often the only person of color too. So yeah, that's the only. And I know some of you guys can appreciate that and you've been there as well. And so that was a really big learning curve, what it was like to be that only person. So because I've been there, here's what I want to tell you. You are already enough. Maybe you've forgotten, but I want to remind you that I see it in you. It's true. Sometimes, yeah, we're going to feel nervous. Sometimes it's true. It is part of being human. And that feeling of nervousness is important. It shows you the places where you can grow, where you want to get better, where it matters to you to improve. And so instead of putting that cover on and pretending that everything is okay, instead, practice your courage. Be super honest, at least with yourself, about how you're feeling. You might even say to yourself, oh, I'm nervous. I don't know what to do. I've never been in this situation before, or I'm no good at this. And so begin by admitting it to yourself that, you know, yeah, you are a bit nervous and that it's okay. It's human to be nervous. And funnily enough, there is power in that nervousness because you can use it. You can use that feeling to remind yourself and encourage yourself to stick with it and to improve and to strive to get better. And at the same time, you can still accept that that's the way it is right now. Be willing to feel uncomfortable. And the more that you take just that first step, the one of accepting how you feel right now, it's actually going to bring you closer and closer to being more authentic, to showing up more as yourself and being more empowered in what you do know already. The next part is to find some courage and act anyway. And it's as simple as that. You might say to yourself, yeah, ooh, I'm nervous. And despite being nervous, I'm going to take that step. I'm going to introduce myself in that meeting. I'm going to say my opinion at that table. Those are the small, courageous steps that you can take. Then when we look back on those steps in our life, those are the places, it's really critical, where we met ourselves, even though we're a little bit scared or completely terrified. So anyway, you guys now know my opinion on this fake it till you make it. I think it's not for everybody. I think that we can learn that there is nothing wrong with being nervous about stretching and growing and feeling how we feel. So instead of faking it till you make it, maybe try this practice until you become it. Even when you fumble your words or you feel a little awkward, 
remind yourself that you're showing up and that is making it. That is part of the path to confidence. Okay, just about ready to wrap it up. So let me summarize for you. Most people who fake it till they make it are well-intentioned. Often they're just a little bit nervous, trying desperately to make a good impression, and they don't want anyone to know how uncomfortable they really are. So first, acknowledge it in yourself. Acknowledge it to yourself that you're nervous and that it's a normal human emotion. We get to learn that nervous is a feeling, and we've labeled that feeling as bad, so we try to avoid it, but we don't have to. Second, once you've admitted it to yourself that you feel nervous, learn to say it in your head. Hey, I'm nervous, and it's normal to feel this way sometimes. It means I'm growing. I get to remember that I am far more capable than I know. Third, don't let your nervousness stop you from taking action. Do that thing anyway. It's only when we take the steps, when we act and we practice over and over that we learn what we are really capable of. This is one of the great ways to grow your confidence. Fourth, remember that being nervous is a good sign. It's a sign that you're growing and expanding. And so use it as fuel because it's a sign that you're creating a life with more. And finally, try using this sentence instead. You may find that it helps. I can practice until I become it. So that's the quick summary. Listen, I want you guys to know, this is the first in a mini series of five episodes on confidence that I've created for you. In the next episode, I'm going to talk about the three lies we tell ourselves about confidence. Then I move on to the five things you need to know about confidence. And then I've got two more episodes where I share the 5C confidence formula and how to put it into action so you can create confidence on demand. I can't wait to share all of this good stuff with you. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks again for listening today please hop on over to Apple Podcasts and leave a review. Also, I would love to hear from you. Did something that I say resonate? What else would you like to learn about? Click the link in the player and leave a comment on the post. This is going to give me great ideas for future episodes so I can help you best. Join me again next week for more coaching, support, and teaching to help you become the confident coach you are meant to be.